Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. Well, it's been a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. So good to be back with you live today on Hello World. Great times we had in Tampa, Florida. God blessed in a special way with Southwest Radio Church and our ministry down there. Looking forward to returning to Tampa. And then off to the NRB. What a trip. First time in my life that I should have religious broadcasters meeting. Again, with Southwest Radio Church, and it was so thrilling to be in Operaland, USA. What a place that is! <laughs> a town under a roof. I it was it was unreal. I met several national talk show hosts and was on some programs there, and uh, lots of very good response to our new book, Invisible War on the Saints. And just excited with what God is doing. That was the NRB, Southwest Radio Church, down there in. Nashville, Tennessee. And then uh, the hammer fell. <laughs> Most of you are aware of the fact we have been under the weather. The uh, type A flu, which the doctor says the worst you can have. Fever up to about 104, 105. I thought I was going to die. So grateful to get the WHCB staff and Southwest Radio Church's Matthew Hill getting me to the doctor and after lots of sleep and all these prescriptions, actually got in the pulpit yesterday, which was another great blessing. Always good to be with First Free Will Baptist Church down there in Elizabethan, Tennessee. And uh, so continue to pray for the work there. Nathan Jennings, Grady Holder, love those people, and uh, they're so kind to this preacher. And then off to another church there in Elizabethan, Lynn Valley Baptist. Never been there. What a great work, and what a fantastic preacher. I love this guy, Pastor Tim Tapp. He just took care of this preacher, and we uh, actually got to this church through um, pastor listening to the program. And you know, sometimes you're a big deal to people. We, we went out for a salad after the service last night, and preacher said to his wife, Hey, we can say that we have been with Greg Patton. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a big deal. <laughs> but we were so well-received. It's been a long time since folks turned out and loved on us like they did last night at Lynn Valley Baptist Church. Our thank you to you folks. Looking forward, gearing up, getting ready, my friend. For what? Oh, share 2024, 91.5, right here in Bluff City, Tri-City, Tennessee. You'll be praying about it, my friend, more than ever do we need you this year. All starts on Wednesday, goes through Friday. Looking forward to share 2024. Hey, thanks for being here today. What in the world is going on? The audacity of these left-leaning loonies. I think they're all demon-led. Horrible murder in Georgia of a young girl on campus there by... Uh-huh, and illegal. And conservatives rightly called out the Associated Press on Sunday for appearing now to categorize Lake and Riley's horrible murder as more about the fears of solo female athletes rather than illegal immigration and weak crime laws. You don't recognize this new America, do you? You can't possibly recognize it, my friend. Riley, an Augusta University nursing student, found dead Thursday after previously attending the University of Georgia before entering a nursing program, 
in Augusta's Athens campus where she made the dean's list. Police have charged Jose Antonio Barra with morales murder, felony murder, aggravated battery, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, kidnapping, hindering, la, la, blah. My, oh, my, oh, my. A 9-11 call and concealing the death of another by Sunday ICE also confirmed that this guy entered the U.S. illegally in 2022 and had previously been arrested in New York City. I don't care if you had 20 years of Donald Trump. It's going to be awful trying to clean up this mess. If you're a Christian today, you thank God. He's in control. But I'll tell you, you're going to see things in America you've never seen before. Just unbelievable. Flooding across our border by the thousands. China, every, every country in the world sending their worst our way. And this one just burns my fern. I haven't gotten under your skin yet. How about this one then? A Venezuelan migrant, Leona Marino, has posted a video to his social media urging his over 300,000 followers to unite and pay the fines of a 15-year-old migrant who allegedly shot a tourist in Times Square earlier this month. I invite you to find his mother and for all of us to unite to pay the fines so that this young Venezuelan feels that he's not alone during these difficult times in this country. Remember, up there, there's a God who sees everything. Going on down here, said this Venezuelan TikToker. He continued, an entire nation is on top of him instead of helping him. Remember that the young man is going to be released, and he will be released. Do you know why? Because he's underage. He's only 15. We've got it. You don't know when God is going to put you in a situation like the one this young man is in. What on earth is this guy talking about? Here's what he's talking about. He's bragging about living in the United States off of you, the taxpayer, and urging his followers who are also living off of you to unite behind. Oh, this is, yeah, it's, it's the new America. It's a flood of evil. And we are the laughing stock of the world. Where is my gun? Okay, here's the advice. Don't get drunk. Don't get high on drugs. Hunter Biden reportedly said in a new interview published today that he views his sobriety battle as a key to ensuring former President Donald Trump now. President Donald Trump does not win a third term. That, that's me. In November. Most importantly, you have to believe that you're worth the work or you'll never be able to get sober. But I often do think the profound consequences of failure are here. So I got to stay sober, keep dad in the White House, keep the money flowing. That's what he's saying. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Fire officials, police in Washington, D.C., responded after an active duty Air Force member set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy on Sunday. Police today confirmed that the airman identified as 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio, Texas, died of his burns. The fire department responded to a call to a person on fire outside of the uh, Israeli embassy just before 1 o'clock. They report that they responded, and yes, indeed, a man was on fire. The man protesting our actions and that of Israel and what he believes is the genocide of Palestinians. 
How many times have you heard me say trouble ain't trouble till it hits me? I think I'll just escape. What? A conservative family decided to relocate to Russia. Are you crazy? They want to go to Russia to escape the LGBT queer ideology in North America. They quickly discovered this is a nightmare. We're talking about a Canadian farmer here, Arend Feenstra, and his wife, Nisa. They had their bank accounts frozen and complained about a lack of English in Russia, really, which caught the attention of the Kremlin. They were not happy. They didn't like the insults from these people. After the family sold their farm in Canada, their profits were deemed suspicious and their bank accounts frozen. A frustrated Anissa uh, soon took her complaints public in Russia about what it's like there. It's just getting worse, ladies and gentlemen. We may never see these people again. Oh, yeah. Running isn't an answer ever. Stand up and be counted. Testing, one, two, three. It's there anyway. Okay, hold up your hand if you think this is true. All across the board, we're getting dumber in America. Why can't Johnny read? That identifies the usual suspects, differences in the way reading is taught today as opposed to when you and I went to school. Poor school resources, lack of knowledge, skills on the part of those teaching our children. Uh, none of that. One of the problems not discussed in any detail is the ready availability and the lure, it's strong, of mobile computer devices. They're everywhere. Tablets, smartphones. Most kids have smartphones by the time they're seven. Really? Even if they can't read. The pressure on parents to supply these things to their children is unrelenting. Oh, I'm grandpa. Tell me about it. Because peer pressure makes withholding them a non-option videos, and all the games. They don't require any application of reading. They discourage children from reading because moving pictures require no intellectual effort, and it's just fun. But this passivity means kids are not stimulated to read, and that is a big, big problem. The click-and-view mentality associated with the use of digital devices certainly doesn't sharpen the critical abilities of children or merely receptacles of visual stimuli. This is a dangerous, dangerous thing in America. Dumbing down of a great nation. I was so glad last night to find out that Pastor Tim Tapp is, is human. <laughs> he did a great build-up to introduce me last night and talked about all my accomplishments here and there. And he said, and now, ladies and gentlemen, and he forgot my name. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's certainly something I do time and time again. And you remember me telling the story where I had a last-minute opportunity to marry this couple, and it was a big deal. It was a police officer in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and the mayor's there, the chief of police. The place is full. They're marching down the aisle, which I would then introduce him and her and forgot both of their names. <laughs> had to... Muffled the mic, leaned down and say, what's your names again? <laughs> it happens. Okay, how about this? Do we have too many Springfields in America? Some are saying yes, and a tragic mix-up with Trader Joe's really got headlines. On Thursday, a newspaper in Springfield, Missouri, wrote that Trader Joe's is opening in the city brand new. Opening a new store there, but shortly thereafter, they discovered 
Wrong Springfield. It's Springfield, Virginia, where the store's actually opening. Major disappointment to all those people in Missouri for no Trader Joe's. This saga offers an opportunity to point out that Springfield is not the most common name for a city in this country. That would be Franklin, followed by Clinton, and Madison, and Washington. <laughs> no Trader Joe's, sorry. And now some news you've heard over and over and over again. Donald Trump romped to another presidential primary, securing 60% of the South Carolina vote over the weekend. Compared that 40% by Haley, the former South Carolina governor. If you can't win in your own state, why are we doing this? The victory kept Trump undefeated during primary season to date, having secured 44 of the 50 delegates available after similarly comfortable leads in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, U.S. Virgin Islands. She doesn't know it yet. She's winning nothing in the days ahead. It's time. Let's take on sleepy Joe O'Biden. In a rare acknowledgement of losses, Ukraine's president announced that 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers had died so far in the war, as the world marked two years since Russia launched its unprovoked invasion. Zelensky is anxiously awaiting a decision from the Republican House on a $60 billion aid package that is said is needed within 30 days, emphasizing that U.S. assistance was not financial support but weapons for Ukraine's military. It's a tough one there, isn't it? U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan suggested on CNN that a temporary ceasefire agreement between Israel and Hamas could be reached in the coming days, one that involves the freeing of hostages held by Hamas and Palestinian prisoners held in Israel. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was more tempered, however, telling CBS that Hamas would have to abandon their crazy demands for a deal to be finalized. I'll say again, they all need to be wiped off the face of the earth. Here's something of note. The Supreme Court's going to hear arguments today that could change how social media operates after major social media platforms barred then-President Donald Trump, the President Donald Trump's account, following the January 6, 2021 Capitol mess. Florida passed a law preventing the banning of political candidates, and Texas passed a similar law that said political content cannot be removed. Industry organizations sued to block the laws, arguing social media companies are allowed to police their platforms under the First Amendment. Now the issue goes before the Supreme Court. If the justices side with the states, it could lead to government forcing social media platforms to carry content against their will. Well, that's a tough one. Donald Trump expected to continue his role in the Republican race. How much support the unopposed Joe Biden receives in Tuesday's Democratic primary in the swing state of Michigan kind of serves as a litmus test now for the coming general election. They say, keep your eyes on Michigan. Arab American and Muslim community leaders in Michigan are arguing, urging Democrat voters to vote uncommitted on their ballots to protest Biden's handling of the Israeli-Hamas war. Well, you can't trust those people. Here's something most of us don't think about. It comes around this Thursday. Leap Day. Thursday. Happy birthday to all the Leap Babies, a.k.a. the only people excited that February is longer than it usually is. 
The Formula One season begins on Saturday with the Bahrain Grand Prix. The switch from the traditional Sunday race day is to accommodate the start of Ramadan. Oh, great. Want to feel really old today? That's easy to do. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber turns 30. Who is he? And finally, this goes along with so much of the theme of our program today. Who said that? Golly whiz, I could use $10,000 on a prepaid visa. How do I become an illegal alien? And then this one. Where do I enter this? Uh, the 22 million illegals has dependence on my tax return. And for those of you that believe you're standing for the right one, that person that's doing it for God, you pray this way. Strengthen him, Lord. Send legions of angels to protect him, Father. Guard and guide his heart and mind. Ease his cares and give him rest. Give him your peace and your wisdom. Cause his enemies to stumble and fall into confusion and panic. Give him energy and clarity. In the name of Jesus, amen. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Well, just in the studio, praising God today. Going to the doctor on Friday, worst case flu. Some folks down here said they've been down four to ten days. God allowed us to get up a bit on Saturday and yesterday, get in a, a pulpit and preach the Word of God. Oh, He is awesome. I love it, my friend. I'm excited about what's coming up this week. Starting Wednesday, we're going to be live. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it's Sherathon. 2024 at WHCB 91.5. Ken Hill, Mike Cox, Matthew Hill, all the team down here. We're going to have a great time, and we need you more than ever in 24. Absolutely. So many things have been happening. You'll be praying about it, my friend. Maybe you can go out to the studio, and we'll have some time together. I really am looking forward to Sherathon 2024. You know, it's really easy today to become complacent rather than committed, especially the older you are than your faith. I think if you're going to have a healthy spiritual life, self-evaluation is vitally important. It can even be exciting if we're willing to be honest with ourselves and welcome the tender, compassionate guidance of the Holy Spirit of God. Our prayer life is a good opportunity to do this. Let me ask you something. How would you describe your personal prayer life? For some, the answer is short, simple, sweet. It's non-existent. Sadly, a lot of believers don't spend much time, if any, talking to God. You need to. You know what it's like to pray on the run? Offering up quick requests as you go about your day is, is part of a serious prayer life, but it's far from all that it's meant to be, my friend. The kind of prayer I'm talking about is an uninterrupted period of time together with you and God. Just no distractions, no other people around, and not because you need something, but because you love God and you want to spend some time with Him. Do you have that with God today? And if so, how often do you do it? What I'd like to impress on you today is that Jesus Christ, when He was here on this earth, placed enormous importance on His kind of prayer. Scripture indicates he often went off alone to talk with his father. He prayed when he had to make some decisions, when he was tired, when he was anguished. 
If prayer was that vital to Jesus Christ, who was God, let me ask you, how important is it to us? The time you spend in private prayer with the Lord's going to refresh and empower you supernaturally. Those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength, the Bible says. They will mount up with, oh my goodness, wings like eagles, and they'll run. They won't get tired. They will walk and not be weary. That's Isaiah 40, 31. I can assure you that I've seen this happen many times in my life. There are basic four steps I think the person needs to take in their personal prayer life that will be indescribably rewarding to them. So let's make a little time for God today. If you want to develop a relationship with someone, you need to spend some time with that person. You know that's true. You need to be deliberate. You need to be, there's that word, committed. You need to get alone with God. Refuse to be interrupted. If necessary, start for 10, 15 minutes. Just talk to God as though you were talking to your friend. You'll soon find yourself guarding that time because it's so restoring and refreshing and precious to your soul. Second, choose a place. I've discovered with uh, all the grandkids in the house, I think we have 11 people there now. i got to hide someplace. i got to go. Sometimes it could be the bathroom. Find a corner where you can set aside where things are quiet. You'll have to decide where that is. So choosing that place is important. And understand the purpose. What am I doing this for? As our needs are important to God, they are. But the true purpose of prayer is to commune with God for our souls, to be enclosed with Him, to be a part of Him, adoring Him. And don't miss this. Conform to His likeness. Paul said, looking at... I got a mirror at the glory of the Lord. We're being transformed into the same image, 2 Corinthians 3.18. As you sit there with God, fully focused on Him, you'll start to resemble Him. Oh, and that's something. In your thoughts and in your actions, you look more like the world today or more like God. His glory is going to begin to shine as you you serve Him that way. Your countenance is going to change. And the true purpose of your prayer life is going to become that of Christ. And finally, keep a prayer pad. It's good. Let God tell you what to pray about. Record the day you started that and the day you see him act on that thing. Over time, this list will give you confidence. Just remember the true purpose of prayer. His greatest works may be the things no one ever sees but God and you. Yet your faith will still be a blessing to others. When God's people are strong, well, each will be like a refuge from the wind and a shelter from the storm, like streams of water in a dry country. Isaiah 32, 2. My friend, understand this. Your prayer life will, to a very great extent, determine everything else about your spiritual walk. You will live no better than the way you pray. You will work no better than the way you pray. You will sing and teach no better than the way you pray. Get ready. The enemy, Satan and his demons, will fight you for it because he knows the potential of a serious prayer life. Through it, God will turn your human power into supernatural power, and that's well worth any battle. Let this awesome privilege begin to change everything in your life today. And finally, tips for old-timers, or, well, actually for anyone, I guess. I found out down here in Tennessee, gas prices are so high that 
So far, I've been to three car dealerships, and I've test drove three cars just to run my errands around Tennessee. (laughs) Be sure to follow me for more money-saving tips. (laughs) That's that's bad. You've been listening to Hello World, I think. Greg Patton, news, information, and comment every day at this time. Join me on Facebook. Come on, join me. Greg, Jerry G. Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. I've had my say for another day. That's the way it is. Monday, February the 26th, 2024. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.